0: And now. And now, back to Hale
1: Varsity
2: Radio. Thanks for out here at Pinnacle Bank Arena. A road show Wednesday here. Girls State Basketball 2023. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal. Find us on Twitter at Schmidt underscore radio at Herbal Essence for Elijah Herbal. And can find Mike Babcock at MD Babs on Twitter as he joins us from Hale Varsity com and magazine. Get the subscription today. HailVarsity.com backslash offer for the magazine for the digital Babbers in his football den. Mike, how we doing today? Thanks
1: for the time. Hey, I'm doing okay, guys. um uh, want to say one more thing about what you were talking about, Michigan State, that second half. And and I know 12 of 17 is remarkable. It's also a reflection in some way of the value of passing the ball, moving the ball, moving the ball. Because when those guys, for the most part, shot those three-point shots, they were wide open. There was nobody covering them um, because they passed the ball around. And, you know, that's the thing that really I found remarkable is the adjustment that they made and the ability to get guys open to take those three-point shots. And every time that guy had that open shot, I thought, holy mackerel you know here it goes well and how many and, times uh,
3: Michigan State was able to to make an extra pass so a guy gave up a good look for a great look that's what surprised me that was I think the difference between first half and the second half for Michigan State is the first half they were getting good looks and the second half they were getting great
1: looks yeah open open shot set for three and uh, that was a function of passing the ball like you said passing up a good shot to get a great shot
2: Mike Babcock with us, and, yeah, Sparty was spaced out. They moved the basketball. Their point guard was incredible. Finished with 10 points and 12 assists. Sparty was physical and tough on the glass, and Nebraska looked uh, like they ran out of gas a little bit as well. I know they're a little bit uh, thin on the bench, but what a run they've been on, Mike. Let's focus there for a moment, and I know uh, you got one left in the regular season at Iowa City. There's uh, the Chicago uh, showdown for Nebraska in the Big Ten tournament. They put themselves in position to to, to find postseason. We'll see if they can, can do it. Gorgeous home run pass here for Bellevue East to... Break in. Uh, touchdown Montana to Rice and an and one. Well, Smitty, it sounds, like
3: it sounds like they're cheering for you. It sounds like you've made a great
2: point yeah. and the whole crowd erupted. Of
1: course. Yeah, I think they're
2: applauding Smitty is what the deal looks <laughs> like for me. But they might be. They're, they're chanting babbers, babbers. That's what they're doing right <laughs> now. But, uh, yeah. no, I mean. It's 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 difficult.
1: Difficult. That's what they're saying. <laughs>
2: Uh, well, I can go talk to him here and, and see if we can't get a Babber's chant here from both student sections. I love it, but I, I think Babbers uh, have to throw the bones after that one. <laughs> yeah, Bab- yeah. where were you? Where's Babbers going to sign on uh, on on uh, March thirtieth?
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. uh, well, yeah, basketball team has also done well considering the injury situation. I mean, you've lost two of your best defenders for the season. And then last night, you had uh, Lawrence went out briefly with an injury. I did Tominaga, did he finish the game? Did he come back? I don't, he, I don't he, think he, he was did, on the court. But his, he, yeah.
2: his ankle was a bit gimpy. So he, he... I don't know if... what his deal was. I just know that he had picked on the first five minutes, and that opened the floodgates. We had a, a yeah. comment from Brian. And a guy that's not seen as many minutes in the rotations, Denim Dawson. Denim's one of the Better defenders and, and Denim, uh, with given the opportunity, came in early in this season post uh, injuries and, and sparked a little bit. And then Tomanaga, with his time coming off the bench, kind of really took off. So I don't know where Denham is in the lineup, but uh, that's a good point by Brian on the uh, Hale Varsity YouTube channel. But no, I, I think. It's going to be awful tough. I think Iowa's woke up uh, with what they did uh, to Indiana, how they came back against Michigan State. Iowa's riding uh, the right wave right now, and it'll be really tough for Nebraska to to go get that done this weekend. But still plenty of basketball left potentially
1: for Nebraska uh, if they can make a move or two in Chicago, Mike. Yeah, well, I was 14 and two at home, so that's that magnifies the situation. That's going to be a difficult task for the Huskers. But I I still think that, you know, what we've seen in in February uh, from this team, I think you can feel like if you get an opportunity to play in the NIT, for example, um, I think it's a team that can can be successful to some degree. I don't know how far you're going to go. But I, if they can keep everybody else healthy um, and able to play, I, I've just been impressed. Now, the second half uh, of the uh, Michigan State game, it was not so impressive. But the first half was you know, off the charts impressive, I thought, the way they played. And uh, if you can get somewhere in between or replicate that first half, um, Nebraska is a force to be reckoned with, even in the Big Ten tournament, I think. Um, because of of and and it's a strong conference. I mean, I you know I don't presume that Nebraska is going to win the conference tournament, but it's going to be a tough bout. You know, whoever has to play them is going to have to be at the be at their best. The way Michigan State was in the second half last uh, last night.
3: Mike Babcock's with us here. at Hale Varsity Radio. And, Mike, let's quickly switch gears here, talk some Husker baseball, something we haven't spent a whole bunch of time on this week as uh, we've had plenty to talk about with Husker basketball and high school hoops here in the capital city. But uh, when you look at Husker baseball, a successful weekend, and I don't think there's any – way well, you can contest that against South Alabama you get the sweep yeah you, uh, you put up a lot of runs your, your pitching looks good but now you face a tall test this weekend with Vanderbilt and Ole Miss up in Minneapolis and before we get there just give me your thoughts on the weekend that was for Husker baseball it kind of feels like uh that was the, the weekend they should have had the opening weekend able to build a little bit of confidence against uh, a lesser foe if I, if I dare say it that way in South Alabama
1: yeah but, but... You know, a mindset. You come off of a series in which you're 0-3 and 1, and and you're playing a team that's that's had success. You know, is a mindset that they're they're winning. Um, so I think that that part of it makes it more difficult for Nebraska. I thought Nebraska responded very well. I thought uh, you know relief pitching was something that uh, was a factor, was a problem the first weekend. Um, I thought that that's there was some step up there, um, Garza you know, did a did a nice job uh, coming in. And, uh, you know, we met today with a couple players. In addition, Garza was one of them. Uh, I think he's going to fit into the rotation in, in some way as a reliever, probably, and they will bolt said he even could be down the line at some point. He could be a starter. Um, but I think that the, you know, the pitching was better. Um, you didn't walk everybody like you did the, the first week, first week, you know, you had 20 walks and 10 hit by pitches. You no, know, you're not going to be successful that way. You you broke that down a little bit, although there were still guys that were getting hit by pitch on both sides of the ball. Nebraska had a bunch of guys get hit by pitches. Um, and you're getting the, you're getting the hitting. Uh, now, Vanderbilt, you're going to face a team that has some really solid, solid pitching. Uh, Vanderbilt has not... Doesn't have a – his team average about 253, I think, uh, if I remember that correctly. Um, but the pitching, you've got you've got two starters with an ERA under two. You've got a third starter with an ERA of 2.08. Um, pitching is going to be the thing that you're going to have to – we're going to see whether the Nebraska hitters who have had success, you know, Max Anderson's hitting over 400. Josh Karam has really stepped up, hitting over 300. He's got three home runs, eight runs batted in. Um, you're going to Garrett Anglem, 345. I think he's batting. Uh, Bryce Matthews is hitting over 300. Uh, had a really nice last two games uh, in the South Alabama thing in the series. So that uh, I think that's going to be the test. There is uh, how are you going to stand up against this kind of pitching? But you know the, it, they seem to have confidence. And, uh, you know, you're going to take it one game at a time. You got Vanderbilt, you know, then it's Hawaii, then it's Ole Miss. Um, like you said, it's it's not an easy uh, thing, but th- they're going to go with the same starting rotation that they have uh, the first two weeks.
2: Mike Babcock with us. Few minutes here Varsity Radio live at PBA for girls' state basketball, 540 left. In this fourth quarter, Bell West 51, Bell East 42, so it's tightened up a little bit. Mike going to go to the NFL Combine. Palmer, Mathis, Vokalek uh, are the invitees. And bigger question is this, um, is NFL talent, do you expect that to be on an uptick under Matt Rule uh, because of, of, of the type of guy he's going after? And he's going after uh, one defining trade and characteristic and that is speed and you know the nfl loves guys that are fast
1: yeah speed i think that was the the significant thing you know that he talked about in recruiting and it doesn't necessarily i mean he's looking at track guys he's looking at speed speed um you know he needs to upgrade that i think that the potential for nebraska's nfl type players coming in here you, you know part of it is that he coached in the nfl he has an idea of what kind of players fit that, but if it fits the system that he wants to put together here, uh, is going to be the question. Uh, he wants a physical kind of a uh, offensive line, defensive line. Physicality up front is important, and then that speed factor. So, yeah, I think there's I think there's the potential for that, but I and that's going to be a focus, I think. But but the bottom line is you're coming here to play. Football for Nebraska, it's a college football thing. You have to have a team mentality. And that, you know, if if you're just coming here, it's like, okay, my goal, my total focus is to play in the NFL. Um, It's going to be difficult to develop that kind of team chemistry that you need to have. Um, And, I, you know, I think that that's really important. I think that Rule has pointed that out. And, you know, I'll emphasize that. I'm rambling here, but I'll emphasize that. I remember it was, uh, maybe I've said this before, but a junior college transfer who played in the offensive line uh, a couple years ago. might have been Carl Nix. I'm not really sure. I I forget the name. But I was talking to him about transferring to Nebraska. And he said, oh, it was great transferring to Nebraska from a junior college because in junior college, everybody's playing for themselves. You know, they're all trying to get to the next level, to the four-year school. And he said, at Nebraska, I feel like I'm part of the team. And I think that that's the thing that you have to emphasize. So that if it's like, you know, my goal is to get to the NFL, you know, I'm that's all you're concerned about. Um, it's going to be difficult. That team chemistry thing is going to be difficult to build. So yeah. I think it's going to be a combination.
2: No, absolutely right on with that. And you, you, you got to be selfish, but only to a point. Uh, and the JUCO... Mentality, Yeah, good take on that. Mike Babcock with us. Mike, we'll get caught up again next week, partner. Thanks for jumping on and spending a few minutes with us.
1: Thanks for having me, guys.
2: Appreciate you. There he is, historian, author, Hall of Famer. Mike Babcock, Hale Varsity continues.